Smarties, today we talk about twice exceptionality, what it is, how to identify it, and what it means for the learners in your life. Welcome to the podcast, Smarties. If you're new here, I'm Rachel Cap, and I co-host this podcast with Stephanie Pitts. We are honored to get to work with Smarty listeners all the time in our private practices. I have Cap Educational Therapy Group, which is in Beverly Hills, California, and everywhere. And Stephanie has my ed therapist, which is based in Redondo Beach, California, but also everywhere. If you're interested in learning more about how you can work with us as educational therapists or work with our teams, be sure to visit our websites, www.capedtherapy.com and www.myedtherapist.com. All that information is in the show notes as well. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 144 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Cap. And here we are today on a Friday, and we're recording, and Rachel has a hard out in like 20 minutes. So we're going to bust through this episode. Yeah. You know, there's a lot going on. We're just excited that an episode is coming out. <laughs> Can't tell you guys how often Steph and I text when we have a plan to record and we're like, are we actually recording tomorrow or are we <laughs> pushing it off? <laughs> and Steph's always like game to let me know when we have to record and when we can like delay a little bit. Yeah, it's true. But I said, no, no, Steph. We're going to record. Let's give the people what they want. Let's record today. Get her done. Get her done. Because I have to do some work stuff after this anyway. Yeah. So, you know, may as well. Yeah, may as well. Fridays are hard. And it's been a long week. We record almost every Friday, just so you all know. So. <laughs> yeah, we don't blow it off that often. You've never missed a week. Right, audience? So we get it done. We get it done. That's my job, guys. Keeping us on track. Here we go. And we're going to have to batch record soon because we have some stuff coming up. I'm traveling a little bit, maybe. Mm -hmm. That's going to be fun. So we'll see. Moving on. So this episode about twice exceptional students, this is a term that is coming up and people don't know what it means. So today we're just going to put it out there as this is what it is. And so you probably have a twice exceptional student that either you're working with, you're teaching, or you have one as your child. Or you're married to one. Or you are one yourself. We did discuss this in episode 23 called The Highly Gifted Student. Yeah, The Highly Gifted Student. And we'll, of course, link it in the show notes for you. That one and the episode about plagued by the burden of potential. Ah, we'll link that one as well. Okay, so the term 2E or twice exceptional really stands for, in plain words, a gifted child or gifted person who has the potential for high achievement and has a disability. So the discrepancy is very big. Things that might be high IQ and then ADHD or having a high IQ and dyslexia, for instance. Basically, there are students who are highly knowledgeable and talented in one specific area. And because they have a disability, that gets in the way, so to speak, of them displaying their true giftedness. So these are the kids that can hide and get through school. We talk about them a lot. They might get to college and all of a sudden be 
diagnosed or even become adults and then get diagnosed. I've had some instances lately where I've heard of kids or parents talking about, well, but my kid is not that bad. Mm -hmm. And this is where the 2E comes in because those kids are probably really, really high IQs and they're getting by based on their IQ. They're really good at picking up things and Mm -hmm. checking out what other kids are doing. A lot of these kids sort of in pandemic times were noticing them more because the compensatory strategies that they were using, really relying on their peers, relying on their teachers to tell them things, having a teacher there watching you, that kind of relationship isn't what's happening in the virtual environment. So these kids are really showing themselves even more. Yeah, it's really true. And so I think having some language and talking about twice exceptional is really important, which is why we wanted to bring you this episode today. So to really help you understand what it means to be twice exceptional. And so those highly gifted students that are not motivated, those are those kids that are plagued by the burden of potential. So we've talked about this a lot, but we've never really said the words twice exceptional. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of literature out there. There's a lot of people talking about it. It's definitely something that is out there in the world. And we want to make sure that if you have a twice exceptional student in your life, that you're not labeling them lazy or unmotivated or an underachiever. As we've talked about a lot, and we had Seth Perler on the podcast in episode 85, and this is what he talks about a lot, but all the words that Steph just listed, lazy, underachiever, are trigger words for us. Mm-hmm. Because remember, our fundamental value at CAP Educational Therapy Group and Maya Therapist is the fundamental belief that when kids can please, they will. Yes. I just read this online today, Steph, and I'm excited to share it with you while we're recording because I almost just forwarded you the meme. But it's not about getting furious. It's about getting curious. Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself becoming upset about what's going on, that's the moment to remind yourself once we've calmed down and had some space from whatever the interaction was, why is it happening? And getting curious about what's going on. And remember, these are kids who do well in elementary school. Yes. There's one teacher. The demands are lower. There's very clear expectation. It's assigned this day. It's due this day. It's consistent from week to week. They're not traveling between classrooms. We get this call a lot from parents who are transitioning into middle school. Mm -hmm. And frankly, in virtual learning times, we've gotten this call from elementary school parents too, because suddenly there are multiple Zoom links to hold track of and things aren't as clear and consistent Mm -hmm. and formulaic as they were before. And so having compassion and understanding when these challenges emerge, especially if they're challenges that you notice in yourself or your partner, we can support these learners. We can help them mitigate their challenges and allow their giftedness to shine through and take lead. But we just have to approach them in the right educational therapeutic way. Yeah, I agree. And I want to go back and just visit high IQ for a second. Yeah. A lot of students, we don't know what their IQ is. And honestly, in a lot of situations, you don't need to go find out. That's not what we're talking about. We're not saying rush out and find out what your child's IQ is. But if you see that your child has an aptitude for processing new information quickly and in depth, their eyes just widen when they hear about a subject or watch something on TV and then they want to learn all about it and start watching YouTube videos and they can tell you all these amazing things. 
or they can retain all this information or they can talk to you about something that happened when they were small. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things, they're processing the information in a very specific way that is undeniably special. Mm-hmm. But yet they could be late readers. They could be having trouble paying attention when it's not something they're interested in. Not turning in their assignments. Yep. All of those kinds of things. We talk about all the time that there is no pure way to measure understanding and aptitude and knowledge. Mm -hmm. Executive functioning and all those skills play into everything. And a lot of school and a lot of grading is based off of, did you turn the assignment in the right way at the right time? Yeah. None of that has anything to do with knowledge. It's true. And so when there's this disconnect between what they know and their performance, it's time to get curious about it. Yeah. And I hope that all of you do get curious and start to think and wonder, is a child or a person in your life twice exceptional? And how can you support them in a way that works for everybody? Because they're not doing it on purpose. So I leave you with that. Sounds good. Have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week.